my goddess sisters welcome back to goddess in us podcast i'm your girl key the goddess goddess key and as always it is a pleasure to be on these airwaves speaking to you and it is great it feels great it's been a great day i'm so happy to be back i'm happy that you are here you've made it to another wednesday a beautiful wednesday that is let's get into it Welcome back to Goddess in Us. And just like that, we are back. Y'all, what a wonderful start to the week and now we have made it to the middle the hump hump day i am filled with so much gratitude and appreciation for life right now because there's so many things that could be going wrong that are not and i hope that you are able to mirror the same sentiments that i carry and i just wanted to start off with some light because Everybody has a, a a bad day, you know. Everybody goes through a little huff during the week, and I want to be here to help restore the positive energy that you need to be filled with to get through and to continue to conquer and succeed. So, with that being said, I really wanted to talk about something that. Number one, I found very comical. <laughs> it has been a trend on, let's see, Twitter, which typically makes its way to Instagram, which always makes its way to Facebook, right? We have been on this topic about red flags, y'all. Red flags. You know, the ones that we always seem to miss because we don't ask enough questions. So I hope that's giving you a bit of a hint of what we will be discussing today. But I love a little build-up. You know, I don't want to just give it to you right on there without no... You know, who likes the intercourse without foreplay? You know, I got to get you warmed up a bit before I just go in for the kisser, you know? (laughs) But as I was going through countless memes, all of these different red flags that people have um, compiled together, it was one that was hilarious but also provoked my thoughts, you know? And the meme read, since now we've gotten all the red flags out of the way, let's go ahead and discuss why all of y'all seem to ignore them. Now I chuckled, and I mean I chuckled my little ass off, well, I ain't gonna know about that, but I chuckled my ass off, right? And then I sat and I pondered on the very topic let's talk about why you seem to dodge and ignore these very red flags that you had no issue documenting i mean everybody had red flags 
let's see. I think the one that did it for me was when he still lives at home with his baby mama, but they don't sleep in the same bed. That was funny. That was real funny. But there was there was plenty of them, a plethora of red flags, and it did give me a a moment of reflection, even on my own past situationships and relationships. And I was like, hmm. A lot of these red flags that we had no hesitation with revealing to people are the very ones we seem to actually be very aware of, but continue to carry on a relationship that we already know is toxic and not helpful, right? And because this has got us in us, we do not do any deflecting over here. And we do not try to flip the script, all right? So my main focus is going to be on us women because a lot of these red flags, I know if you're listening, you've probably come into contact with a lot of them, right? What I think is crazy is that we always see, we can always foresee what's going to happen based off of what makes up a person the things that we know makes up a person usually the questions that we 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 ask we get the answers to and we seem to retain them for certain things but then we try to receive some sort of you know pity party when we get hurt by the ones that we've so stay tuned, and we're about to get into this conversation. This is Goddess in This. And we're back. I'm your girl, Goddess Key, Key the Goddess, and you are with me over here at Goddess in This Podcast. So, I started off with um, talking about the very viral trend of the red flags. And at this point, if you don't know about it, then you're definitely living under a rock. But if you are up on social media and you are a extreme controlling scroller like myself, then you've definitely come across a few of these red flags meme. Red flags memes. And I really, really, really wanted to discuss how a lot of us find ourselves in sometimes jeopardizing positions in these relationships, relationships that we get ourselves into and then turn around and hold no blame for how we got into them. And now, listen, this is not to quote-unquote victim shame anybody this is to give you just some understanding that you have a choice in a lot of what you do you are not being held hostage you are not being forced to be in any of these relationships that you get into it's always a choice which is why asking questions being as thorough as possible 
with people that you want to pursue, you have interests in, you have to be open to transparency. And this just goes back to last week's episode when we talked about the um, what do you bring to the table question and Mediocre Tutorial, shout out to him over on YouTube, gave it a better, um, kind of explained the origin of the question a lot better because when you hear what do you bring to the table, no one is really asking that question like flat out, like word for word. It's more so, as Mediocre said, a internet question because it serves as an umbrella to what that really means, which is asking series of questions to fill you out as a person. I want to make sure our way of thinking is aligned or, you know, you even have the the capacity to carry, you know, the conversations that I have interest in, right? I want to see if we're going to be a compatible pair. Those are That's what that really means, right? So if we go back to that, Awareness is giving you a choice. Without awareness, you you have no choice, right? And I kind of want to take this time to touch on that topic a bit because it kind of goes, um, kind of merges into tonight's topic. I was listening to a panel discussion that Mediocre was doing a review on. I really love his content. If you are very frequent on YouTube, please search him up. A lot of his reviews on um, podcast panels, he'll do reviews on um, like uh, what's up on the street type of videos and his insight is just really impeccable. And the most recent video I came across was one where he was reviewing a panel of three young men and three young women discussing the uh debacle behind the what do you bring to the table question and one basically summed it up and said you're trying to speed up the process you know if you get to know me you will find out these answers to the questions that you have the issue with that is that is how we find ourselves in compromising positions when you let things just take its own course yeah that sounds fun and very romantic in movies but in real life you are taking a risk that you might not be ready to take because with risk comes a lot of a a lot of the unknown right going with the flow means mistakes that are irreversible could happen stay tuned this is goddess in us we are back with goddess in this podcast so when you are not aware it's going to always be room for mistakes these red flags that have been shared over the course of two weeks, I have learned are nothing but questions you didn't ask. That's what I think that is. 
Now, it's all fun and games because, you know, maybe time has passed since you've had these, uh, what seems to be very terrible experiences with men. And I hope that a lot of these people who have shared these red flags, women, have learned and have grown from that, right? Because here's the thing. It is partially our fault when we have, when we experience a lot of these red flags. So I guess we can say present tense for those who are currently in these situations and past tense for those who have been there, done that, and hopefully is on the track to something different, right? Um, a lot of us set ourselves up. And the only, the, the best way I could explain this is to give you, give you all a story time of mine. And it's one of that I've shared with uh, close friends. And I actually shared this with my boyfriend before. And it was to show how vigilant I was, how observant. I was of this person and his actions because I don't have time for the games. We had met in downtown. This was years ago. I was, let's see, either I was 20 or I was 20 going on 21. And at the time, I was on and off with a boyfriend that I was with back then and I was really on like some listen I'm out here I'm dating I'm about to see who's about to give me a good time and I ain't worried about this fool and if he hears this he knows it's him because this is around the time and I remember I was coming back from a photo shoot one day going to Grand Central Station I was on the Silver Line coming back and it was pretty late, not late as in like it was 11 going on 12, but it mean it was dark and late for me being a woman, being out by myself. I'm in the train station. I'm going down to the subway portion of the, which we call the red line back home. 818 was good LA. And I was actually adding some funds to my tab car ready to get on. Now, my eyes be open and just the way men be looking at us and checking this out, baby, I be looking at men, checking them out, seeing what's up, okay? And I happen to look over and he, Lord have mercy, he was fine, okay? Now, he wasn't the height that I would prefer, but hey, I would still give it a go. Um, I had this thing for light skin back then. And he had these uh, beautiful green hazel eyes. It felt like a movie. I was like, yo, this guy is gorgeous, you know. But little did I know, he was, you know, filling me up, trying to see what I was about. And we happened to cross paths, and I was going down to the subway, and he was passing. And what was funny was we both turned around at the same time and noticed that, you know, we were both checking each other out. Now we're in front of each other. We're, you know, exchanging names and little banter here and there, a little repartee. And he was like, listen, 
I got stood up on this date on Tinder and I would love to take you out. Listen, I'm a young girl living in LA doing her thing. And I was all for whatever he was given. And I was like, listen, I am down for that. I had nothing else planned. And at the, well, during this time, I was living all the way out in Santa Clarita. And it looks like we'll be back. <laughs> and we are back. I know sometimes our cues are a little bit uh, <laughs> interrupted at times, but we are here. We are back on the flow. So what did I leave off? I was talking about, oh boy, because that's what we're going to call him for privacy reasons, just in case. <laughs> but oh boy was very up for a date. Okay. Now, mind you, he had been stood up. And, you know, somebody like me, I'm a very sweet girl. I'm very feminine. Let's get that very clear. I'm not, I don't come off tough or hard when a man approaches me. I'm never about that. Because you just, what's the point of doing that? What's the point of being all hard and like, ugh, be sweet, be at ease, be peace. And I know for a fact that's what attracted him to me off rip. So now here we are, we're walking to the parking lot of the station. He was telling me they were going to just plan on doing something real cute, taking the train and all that, um, which ain't really cute when you think about Los Angeles public transportation, baby, it is dirty. It smells like piss everywhere. Okay. Nothing sexy or romantic about that. But we were in the parking lot on the way to his car, had a little hoopty, you know what I'm saying? And that wasn't much of a flag for me. Like, Hey probably in the process of trying to get a new car and he's just making it happen all right so I jumped in that bug with him and we was gone we was right on the freeway or not even on the freeway I'm sorry I'm fast forwarding the story he was actually not too far from this hole in the wall bar off of 7th and Fig that he took us to and great conversation in the car we was you know roasting we was you know as if we knew each other and I think that was um that was what was cool about that night was wow you know like I'm just hitting off with this guy he's really funny um we really didn't get into deep conversation because we actually made it a thing like we declared that we would wait until we got to the bar to really have a, a nice conversation and so we're in the car very like surface level shit um, you know, where are you from? What do you do? Like, what do you do was real basic to me, depending on what it is. Um, but just stuff to kind of like fill the, the empty space, the air. So now we pull up and we're parking, right? We're parking. And this guy wanted to make sure his breath was fresh. Okay. He got out. I saw him like gargling some Listerine off the side. I was like, all right, well, at least you want to be presentable with your breath. Cause that's always a killer for me. And then we got out and we began to walk to the bar. Now I am no fool. I have a father who is, uh, Let's say Papa was a Rolling Stone. So I know the tricks and whatnot. He gets a phone call, phone's ringing. And he goes, you know what? You can uh, keep on 
let me let me get this call. I'm like, all right, cool. Now, because we just met literally less than two hours ago, I really don't know what this could be. So I'm going about my business. You know, I'm checking any text messages. I'm letting my mom know that I will be home a little later. Did not tell her I was going on this impromptu date, but now she knows. <laughs> and then my ears perked up. Okay. When I sense danger, if I sense anything that can cause me harm, that could put me in a position that I would have difficulty getting out of, I am going to be on alert okay I'm on my toes 24 7 and I heard him arguing with somebody now you're not arguing with your homeboy you're too grown to be yelling at your mama because you left some trash out who are you talking to and I picked up on some of the dialogue and it sounded as if he was um having a conversation with who I presumed to be his baby mama now, we hadn't gotten there yet. We hadn't touched that yet, but I was on it. It was already planned to be for me to ask him this question. But because this phone conversation happened, I was able to speed up to this question. You want to know what I found out? We'll be back with Goddess in Us Podcast. <laughs> And we are back. This is Goddess in Us podcast. And we are going to pick off from where we left off, which was the conversation that I had to listen to as I was walking to the beginning part of our date. Picking up on the dialogue, I found out that he, in fact, had a child. When he concluded his phone conversation, of course, he ran up. And was very apologetic about the time that he had basically took from us, you know, being able to walk together, maybe even begin some of these uh, questions that we both had for each other. And he was like, you know, that was the mother of my child. You know, I have a kid. And, you know, right now we're just trying to figure out this whole co-parenting thing. I was like, okay, cool. I felt that was very straightforward because listen to me it's the first day we're meeting like we just met less than two hours ago I don't really feel like you owe me much but thank you it was very courteous of you um but even if he didn't say anything I would have known that already it was in the the way he spoke to whoever was over the phone um not disrespectful still wanted to make sure that his authority was felt but still had some level of regard for whoever he was speaking to and there was certain terms that I picked up that were related to having to deal with a child. Which is why I knew this was a baby mama. And again, I have a father who was a Rolling Stone. <laughs> I knew all of this already. So now we have that crossed off the list. I didn't have to even worry about asking that question, but I had another series of questions now that I know that you're co-parenting, right? What's the relationship status between you and this woman? Are you still dibbling and dabbling? And this is not to say that we already know off the bat that we're about to pursue a relationship. But if I find interest in you by the end of the night, or if I've already found interest and I feel that I still have it, I want to know 
do I have any hurdles or obstacles to go through? Okay, keep all of what I'm saying in mind. We're in the bar, we've ordered our wine, and now we're talking. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty. He's an engineer. He had this this pitch for something he was coming up with that I will not disclose. And that alone was very intriguing to me. And these were things that I was checking off of my list, right? Because as women, we talk about we want ambitious men. We want men that have the will and the power and the drive to just be better versions of who they were yesterday than today and then the next day. We want you to always be evolving and growing. So he was talking some good game and saying and, and seemed very genuine with it as well. So I was already very much turned on and very highly interested in this person. And, you know, at the time, it was very uh, important for me to have somebody who was in the church and to learn that we actually were um, kind of in the same circle of people as far as church went. That was great. The only thing I was having some issue with was that he had a child and I'd always kind of promised myself that at a young age, I would not give in to those type of situations because I wasn't ready for that. You know, and when you have a child, you need to be there and child comes first. Right. So I knew that would be an issue. But here we are still continuing on. Right. The night is coming to an end. Everything is great. We end up planning a next date and it's a movie date this time, right? And now mind you, he actually takes me home. Now I know whoever's listening is probably like, girl, that is so crazy. Why would you allow that? But listen, I did not feel like getting back on the Metro and spending money. And he was a nice guy. I didn't think he was sweet. He wasn't strange. Thank goodness. Um, Takes me home and we're all good. Cap the night off with a nice little peck a little something something and that 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 was that next date is a movie date and this is when I really picked up on everything that I need to pick up on what was that teenage mutant ninja turtles came out and he was so hyped to see it so I said hey why don't you come by and get me and we'll go see that movie you've been wanting to see this was a night I found out this is Goddess in this podcast. And just like that, we are back. This is Goddess in this podcast, and we are continuing the story time with a lesson at the end for all of my beautiful goddess sisters out there. So here we are on our second date already. Mind you, we had been talking a little in between before the second date came and nothing really to discover because it was all basically kind of text, couple of phone, well, couple of phone conversations that that would only happen during the evening, which was a bit concerning for me and was another observation I'd made. So let me not bypass that. So leading up, to the second date that was the second thing that I noticed that was strange we are only speaking when it is dark outside and we have a whole 24 hours (laughs) so now we're here at our date starts normal you know going up to the the ticket booth 
going to the concessions to get our popcorn drink. Now we're inside. Previous has passed, passed. We are now in the thick of the movie and his phone goes off. Now I had seen his phone ring about two times, right? The screen lit up. By the third time he gets the phone and he's like, I'll be right back. I gotta take this. Hmm. Okay. So he goes off and I mean, we're at the very top. So think of like your traditional movie theater or no, like an IMAX. So you got some stories to walk up, right? You're damn near where the projector is. That's where we were. And I watched this man go down a about two flights of stairs to go take this phone conversation. And I thought to myself, wouldn't it be crazy if he's really not just co-parenting, but he's in fact still with this woman? Crossed my mind. I didn't want that to be true because I was really vibing with him. I was really digging this guy and I wanted it to go further. I wanted us to have another date that would then, you know, proceed into maybe the first stages of trying to get together. And he's gone for a while. And now I'm in here alone watching this movie. And I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? Then he returns, comes back, like nothing happened. Doesn't mention what the phone call was about. And again, with this being, you know, a second date, really don't know you that much. I should have asked just to see what he would have said. But I felt like there was nothing to be said because enough had been shown to me to know that something was going on. Movies ended, we're going, we're leaving. And now we are in the car. Now I didn't live too far from the theater and it took us about a few minutes and I had enough time to gather my thoughts and to figure out what I was gonna ask this guy, old boy. We pull up and he's, you know, of course, looking for a kiss and all of that. And something told me to be still. And I said, I have a question for you. He was like, yeah, whatever. What is it? I said, do you have a girlfriend? He says, no, I don't have a girlfriend. Now, before I could let out a sigh of relief, you want to know what this man said to me? He looks at me and he goes, but I do have a wife, though. When I tell you it took every ounce of me not to, not even spaz, but to eloquently go off on this person. But I felt that it wasn't worth it because you don't belong, you're not mine. I'm not in a relationship with you. You owe that to somebody that you gave your, your, your vows to. I said, we can no longer see each other. I'm not into that. I don't talk to married men. I don't entertain married men. I don't even look at married men. This man didn't have a ring on when I met him. So when we return, I will get into the assessment. This is God has sent us.
What is up? We are back. This is Goddess in this podcast, y'all, and we are here to continue with the assessment of this example that I've been giving y'all. See, I know how we do here at Goddess in Us. We always love to pour a little wine because this ain't nothing but the Goddess Sister Circle, ain't it? When we share stories, we have to have the libations near always. I told this man that we would have to cut off all communication that I can no longer see him nor speak to him and he was like let's be friends I said I'm you're not trying to be my friend close the door I said good night and I went in and the man proceeded to try to call and I had to block his number and that was that that was into that I had never seen him again I don't even know what this man would look like now but I had to give the story the way I gave it to give you the obvious I paid attention now this may not be in the line with the the question theory but this goes back to the red flags because typically a lot of these red flags are things that we often see without having to make verbal notice of to the person showing us these red flags right these are things that you pay attention to being able to read the room is something i will always cherish and reading the room applies to reading people reading their actions their behaviors a lot of us women get into these relationships with people that we've kind of already seen do their moves or we've taken the time to get to know them discover these red flags and still proceed and when everything comes down crashing and burning we're pointing fingers why is that why do we always want to be in the position as a victim when it comes to failed relationships that we played a part in oh see a lot of people had fun talking about these red flags and yes it was all funs and giggles but when you get down to the reality of it all while we're even being while we're even in the space to make the joke is because it's happening in real time we are ignoring a lot of the things that cause destructions in relationships that can also cause destruction in you that can lead you into therapy when the whole time you could have avoided it and when this young woman on that podcast panel said that you're trying to speed up the process when you're asking the what do you bring to the table question no what you're doing is preventing yourself from having to endure any of those red flags now there's some things that you just can't avoid but when it comes to yourself in relationships and love 
You have to be on point. You have to be incongruent with the things that you want. And I think a lot of us, a lot of us women don't want to be real and say, hey, I wouldn't have gotten into that position had I paid attention. Holding ourselves accountable seems to be a problem for us because we don't want to be the the blame. We have to be the ones that are hurt. We have to be the ones that people need to come over and hold and be there for and give us hog and dogs for what? Because when everybody is gone and it's just you and in a room with four walls, you know you played a part because you ignored the very things that were in front of you all because of what you wanted. See, we tend to fall in love with our image, the goals that we see, and we'll bypass all of the bullshit, all of the nonsense for the sake of a relationship, to say that we're in one, to say that we're on the way to having a family when in actuality, you don't even know who you're sleeping with. Because you just let things take its own course. So again, a lot of these red flags are questions that you were trying to dodge. Just because you wanted to make it whatever you saw, how you saw it in your mind. We romanticize a lot of things, which is why we always find ourselves in some fucked up positions, some fucked up situations. So to me, all of these red flags was nothing but showing all the things that you ignored, all the things that you didn't prevent. Yet and still, we're calling them red flags. We're, in a way, still giving blame to the other side. When they're not, they wouldn't be red flags period right so I came across a very interesting Instagram page and we're gonna wrap it up with this tonight I felt like that example that story time I gave you should really put you in a space to reflect on maybe some of your past relationships some dates that you went on and think about some things that you overlooked because you thought, hey, maybe that'll go away. Or maybe I can change that at some point in time in the future. Or hey, that's just that, but he has potential. This is what always gets us twisted. So on Instagram is a page called Red Flags and Relationships. And the caption is thought-provoking part of the caption in here talks about even in the red flags that are clearly about the other person 
behaving badly or disappointingly, it may be beneficial to look for any red flags in your own behavior and feelings in regard to the situation or relationship. Have you been tolerating things you weren't happy about? Have you been communicating honestly and fully in expressing your desires? Your needs, your hopes, expectations, and boundaries? Have you been making assumptions rather than talking and clarifying any issues? And this goes back to getting to know getting to know me. Don't speed up the process, right? This right here is all about communicating. Now, there are some actions people could possibly pick up on to put together your character and your personality and who you are. But when it comes to building with someone, you really have to be as clear and just thorough as possible to lay down a proper foundation if you want it to succeed and you want to progress with this person. And for the respect of this potential relationship, I think you owe it to both of you to be as transparent as possible so it could work and be fluid. So what's funny is it was one red flag where it was like, when he can go all day without talking to you. And I've heard that like countless times and it's like, well, damn, if you want to hear from this person and you haven't heard from them in a few hours, why don't you try shooting a text yourself? Why don't you try calling again? Being able to clearly communicate what your needs and what it is that you want. Because then down the line, now it's a red flag if somebody isn't able to read your mind. You know? So this leads back to holding yourself accountable. Are you communicating? Are you expressing what it is you want in these relationships? Because if you're not, guess what? Closed mouths don't get fed. And that's just that on that. So, as we come to the end of episode three of Goddess in a Podcast, just just kind of sum it up in in a nutshell. I want women to understand. That yes, some of us get hurt, some of us get done wrong, some of us get lied to, some of us get cheated on, some of us get betrayed, some of us get left for other women, some of us have babies had on us. But we have to remember that we have voices. Just because we are women does not mean men don't have to do, that we as women don't have to do the work and that men have to do everything above and beyond to find out and know everything about us. We have to open our mouths, ladies. Ain't nothing wrong with asking questions, especially when you are involved the number one person the person who loves you the most on this earth should be you so with that be thankful that somebody be thankful 
be thankful that we are at that men are asking questions but also be open to asking them so you can prevent any hurt any confusion any wasted time for both of y'all that's it and being open to owning up to hey i seen him doing this and I should have known that that was going to happen but don't come out here pointing fingers and saying that you did nothing wrong maybe you didn't do nothing wrong to the you know other party but you did something wrong to yourself you did yourself a, a, a an injustice by not asking questions and not being on your being on your toes staying 10 toes down on everything is everything you just have to be aware and again I'm gonna end it with this tonight I'm gonna send you off with this and everybody is welcome to sound off in the comments after tonight's episode because I would really love to to know how you feel about this but Without awareness, there is no choice. So when you don't know, you are giving up your right to have a choice. So let's get to dodging these red flags. And let's get to being transparent. Let's get to being real. Let's stop letting things just take its own course. And let's find out what's up. So you can stop going through the bullshit. So you don't have, we don't have to hear about these fuckboys no more. Or these situationships you keep finding yourself in. Let's start asking questions so we could get better and do better for us. With that, <laughs> this is Goddess in Us. <laughs> all right y'all man tonight was something very nice with this wine (laughs) but i love talking with y'all always until next time to my goddess sisters please stay safe we are getting into the winter, so I know it is uh, it's a lot colder outside. It's a lot darker outside. Please be safe. Please be aware. Keep your eyes up. Don't have two headphones in, girlfriend. And just be at peace. Stay in love with yourself. And I send you off with light. This is your girl, Goddess Key, Key the Goddess, with Goddess in this podcast. I will be back next week. Peace and love, y'all.